Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter, the Town Hall VIP podcast for Town Hall VIP members only. Welcome to the machine. So, anything in the news lately? Seems pretty calm, seems pretty mellow, seems like there's not a lot going on. Well, actually, there isn't a lot going on because I'm stuck in my house. Well, I'm not exactly stuck in the house. I go out and exercise, I go to the store. Since my business is essential, I can go there too. But otherwise, otherwise, this is just kind of weirdness and I wish it was over. Now, here's my question, and I don't know what the answer is. Is this shit helping? I don't know. I, I, I look at the numbers, you know, in, in rat-infested ghettos like uh, New York City, it seems to be getting much, much worse. Out here in normal land, out here in the suburbs, out here where people have single-family homes, not so much. I, I don't know anybody with coronavirus. Do you know anybody with coronavirus? I mean, I've, I've, I've read that there are people who tested positive. Rand Paul apparently tested positive. Uh, apparently, uh, its virus is not a libertarian, which means it's not all about the dope. But I just, I just don't know. I had, I mean, I had my close encounter of the coronavirus kind. I interviewed Matt Schlapp and Doug Collins when I was guest hosting for uh, Salem's own Mike Gallagher while I was at CPAC. And uh, they met the legendary CPAC Typhoid Mary. And uh, I did not come down with it. I did not have it. Maybe it's not that, maybe it's not as, uh, maybe it's not as contagious as they say. I don't know. I don't know, but we're not seeing the numbers that we see in Italy. We're not seeing the kind of massive number of cases that we see in China. Maybe all the social distancing uh, is is doing well. And I think, uh, you know, it's got to stop, though. All right, let's let's be clear. We can't destroy our economy over this. And people are going, if it saves one life, dude, we trade lives all the time. We have cars. Cars kill about 36,000 Americans a year. We don't ban cars. We accept 36,000 dead people a year. Same with junk food. Same with not getting exercise. Same with a ton of things. So to say it's not worth one life is just kind of stupid and immature and the kind of thing some college sophomore says. So grow the fuck up. That being said, there are reasonable things we can do. We can wash our nasty hands. We not cough in each other's faces. We can uh, avoid elderly and vulnerable people. I've been able to see my parents in about three weeks because of this insanity. I mean, they're they're old and they're they're you know have health issues that make them vulnerable. So I can't really go over there and chill. But you know, it's it's getting old. And as I record this today, which is, I think it's uh, March 22nd, you know, the Democrats are, you know, taking this super seriously by totally refusing, you know, aid bills because it doesn't uh, fund Planned Parenthood and all that sort of bullshit. And I think people are getting tired of it. They've been good sports so far. I think they like what Donald Trump's doing. I think this is going to backfire on the Democrats, which is good. And it leads me to a big question that I've had for several days. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Joe? Where's he hiding? They have him locked in his room. I would lock him in his room. Then he can't wander around with the bathroom open, the Biden junk swinging back and forth. It's just an ugly sight. You don't want any of that. that. Look, the guy's not well. The guy's not right. The guy is not all there. He's about 33% there. That's it. And everybody knows it. And this is kind of like, 
his time to shine because he can be out of the spotlight. And of course, the media is not going to ask, where's Joe Biden? They totally ask, where's Trump? If Trump was in this situation, but Trump isn't. Trump is vital and vibrant and, and getting stuff done. And Joe Biden is running around going, I had a ham. There was some ham and it's gone. Where's my ham? Who took my ham? That ham stealing elf. He's not right, people. He's not right. Anybody think this guy's right? So they're hiding him out. It's kind of bizarre, you know. Oh, okay. As we're doing this, up pops yet another freaking message from the uh, National Republican Congressional Committee. I will read it to you because fuck these guys. Okay. Three times match alert. Schumer and Pelosi are raising millions to defeat. That's all in caps. Trump and conservatives. 98 patriots from your, that's cap, area are needed by 1159. Thank you, National Republican Congressional Campaign. Fuck you. There's my contra Here's my contribution to you. It's my ass. My ass is the contribution to you because you can kiss it. These fucking incompetent. First of all, stop sending me text messages. All right. I don't know how you got my phone number, but freaking lose it. I'm not giving you a cent because you suck. You suck. I mean, look at the losers these guys are supporting. I don't even want to get to the senators. Senators are even worse, but, you know, these guys. And it's like, well, how are we going to come together to beat the Democrats? Well, certainly not through you, National Republican Congressional Committee, because you suck. Stop sending me texts. All right, where was I? I was talking about Joe Biden. I don't know what more to say about Joe Biden. The guy's obviously crusty. He's a crustacean. He's old, and he is a wreck. And could you see? Could you just see Bernie Sanders going, I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. Uh, that gets said a lot. But yeah, he's getting crushed, and it's because of Joe Biden, you know, being not him. It's not Joe Biden being Joe Biden, because there's nobody out there going, you know, you know who I really want? You know who the right guy is? The guy, if I could choose anybody to be the nominee... I chose Joe Biden, said no one. Joe Biden is the default of defaults. He's all fault, all D time. And I don't I don't understand how they got themselves into this position. I think it's hilarious though. I think it's very funny that they met, they had like what, 42 candidates? Uh, most of whom were shitty. Some of whom could have been plausible. I think I think they would have done better with Kamala Harris. At least you can string a sense together. I mean, she's garbage, but, you know. Elizabeth Warren, well, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren had certain weaknesses, like the fact she pretended to be an Indian but wasn't, and all sorts of other lies, and she looks like everybody's first wife, and just, you know, Tonto, no. Just no. Just, it ain't happening. Uh, but they end up with Joe Biden. I just... I love having that just bounce around in my head. Oh, they could have had Beto. They could have had Fartwell. You know, the furry or the flatulent guy. I mean, they had options. But they end up with Joe Biden. The entire Democrat Party and Joe Biden is the end result. I think that's lovely. I think I think Donald Trump's doing very well in this. The uh, numbers seem to be going in his favor because he seems to be doing a good job. And I, I love the media. They're like, you should have predicted this. You should have seen this coming. 
Oh, well, let's take a look at your newspapers from when he should have predicted and when he should have seen it coming. Oh, it's all about impeachment. That's all impeachment all the time. That's what you were covering, you pieces of shit. You human dildos. You were all about the, the, the Ukraine. Impeachment in Ukraine. It was the, the, the Ukraine. It's like, oh, shut up. Shut up. Gosh, you're so tiresome. You should have seen this coming. Well, you know, when he did see it coming and banned, you know, you know, Chinese people who lick pangolins and stuff and eat bats from coming into the country, you guys were all, that's racist. It's a racist thing. And we shouldn't have travel bans because borders are bad. Because at Davos, we all agreed on that. And, 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 and Premier Jing is a wonderful man, and I love him. And I wish we had the kind of power the Chinese communists have to make you conform, you you, you dirty, dirty Neanderthal working people who believe in Jesus and freedom and stopping guns. Yeah, that, and, and that's exactly their tone of voice. It's a precise tone of voice. That, it, it sounds more like actually kind of like a never trumpery voice. As I've been saying, this time of social isolation, is, it's really the never Trump moment. And they do like to stay six feet away when the gardener and their wife, okay, I that's just me, Kurt, don't. Don't stoop to that level by, you know, asserting that the, you know, key distinguishing feature of Never Trump is a delight in watching themselves be humiliated as another man takes their life. That is, stop, Kurt. Just stop. It's just not right. It's not nice. Ahoy. So uh, we've been having a lot of fun, though, uh, here at uh, Town Hall VIP. Uh, did you guys check out the Larry O'Connor thing? Me and him were going to be on for an hour and not by an hour and a half. And we're just drinking wine and talking smack. It's kind of cool. See, we got plans for VIP. We got big plans. Oh, there's cool people joining up, too. We got Cruiser on there, Steam Cruiser's there, and we got a whole bunch of folks. Um, but someday we're going to take this on the road, and there'll be a road thing. And I think it's going to be pretty amazing. I think it'll be pretty awesome. But it's not going to happen soon. And that bums me out because I really wanted it to. I had like, you know, all this stuff, uh, this old coronavirus, Chinese coronavirus. I want to be sure that I infuriate leftists by accurately pointing out where this uh, freaking microbe came from. It came from China and was complicated by two factors. First of all, the Chinese communist pieces of shit and the fact that the Chinese eat fucking weird shit. Don't eat weird shit. Anyway, Chinese coronavirus, disrupting everything. I was going to go see this Cruel World concert. They had like uh, who the hell got Echo of the Bunnymen and Morrissey and Blondie and Bauhaus and, you know, all these, you know, psychedelic furs and all these bands from the 80s, which I like and, you know, rocked compared to the shitty music of the day. And uh, they've moved it. It was going to be early May. Now it's going to be September. I hope. I hope we're allowed to do something in September. Yeah, I think we will. I think we're going to come out of this. I think it's going to be ugly for a while. I think it's going to be really ugly for a while. But uh, I think it's uh, I think it's going to get better. I think it's going to get uh, to a point where people understand that we cannot live like this. And we can't. Because people have got to get back to work. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in the media don't understand that other people have jobs 
and uh, it's really ugly when about you know a quarter of the people don't have any kind of what's the right word income for lack of a better word actually that's pretty much the best word there is we have got to get people working and you know maybe we overreacted that's fine but we need to we need to react better if that makes any sense we need to react smarter we need to react in such a way that allows people to get the economy going again. The economy is strong. It wants to keep going. It wants to bust ass. It wants to get back up to 30000 I think it will sooner rather than later, but boy, we just cannot keep this up. This close down everything and run around with our, you know, hands in our hair, hands in our hair, hands in the air, hair on fire, it's just not going to work. It's just not a great idea. That being said, I think it's going to have an effect. The fact that everybody's staying apart from everybody, except in New York, where people are piled on top of each other, living like animals, like ants in an ant colony. I was about to say ant hive. Do ants have hives? Ants have colonies. That's a different vibe than out in the suburbs, a very different vibe than out in the country. And I, you know, is anybody else getting a new appreciation for federalism out of this shit? Because it's like the same answer doesn't apply everywhere. And I see all these people going, anybody's out on spring break in Florida. It's like 80 degrees in Florida. Virus can't live. Leave them on the beach. Let them get their vitamin D. I don't think it matters. I really don't think anybody's getting coronavirus on the beach. I just think I'm, like, I'm not a doctor. Okay. Don't even play one on TV. Certainly not one of those MSNBC assholes. But I'm thinking... A bunch of kids from state colleges frolicking in the surf is not going to spread the virus uh, the way a bunch of, uh, you know, hipster dudes living six to an apartment in Williamsburg will. That's what I think, you know, I, that's where the problem is. And to have one response for the entire country is ridiculous. And you look at the governors and, and of course, de Blasio. What a piece of shit. At least Cuomo's acted with some dignity. But de Blasio is just a fucking disaster. Have you seen this guy? He's terrible. He gets on the TV and he's like panicky and he's, he's, he's incoherent and blaming everybody else for, you know, not running the city right. You know, if only they had like a, a guy to be a mayor in the city. And, of course, my favorite was they had uh, the uh, sign language guy next to him. He's the world's most emotive sign language guy. And he's got, like, this long hair. I, I was pointing out to somebody, he looks like the guy who plays guitar at a Methodist church. Uh, and he was just he was very eager sign language. And it was just an abortion. I was just looking at it going, oh, my gosh, you are a clown. Cuomo seems to have his shit together. Trump certainly has his shit together. And uh, like I said, I, I think Pelosi's looking bad because she is, as we speak, you know, bulking at passing a new bill. And I think she's counting on the media to lie and say that Donald Trump's blocking things. But, you know, I don't think that just because there's coronavirus out there, we should be giving money to fucking abortion factories. It's just, no, 
No, I don't think so. She wants it. She can't have it. Screw her. And uh, don't get me wrong and think that I'm like happy with the Republicans because I'm not because they suck. When they're not doing questionable trades, hey, Burr, you piece of shit. Good plan. No one's ever going to figure that one out. I, I be actually believe Loeffler because she's got like $500 million. She has a $2 million trade like she would have anything to do with a $2 million trade. She didn't know what the fuck's going on. Probably the same with, uh, uh, what's her name, Two Feinstein. Uh, but uh, Burr, Burr got completely out of the market. What a fucking asshole. You know, he, he's been an asshole, too. He's garbage. He was he, he was uh, basically empowering the Democrats in this whole impeachment thing. And uh, don't look for any fucking friends, uh, Burr. Don't look for any friends over here. You want help? Fuck you. I'm not helping you. Here, here, let me help you. You want a, you want a life preserver? Here you go. It's an anchor. Hold this anchor. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, say hi to Never Trumpers down at the bottom of the ocean. Ahoy. Fuck that guy. But uh, they're also doing a lot of things for big business. Can these guys, just for a minute, stop carrying water for big fucking corporations? How about some for small businesses? How about some for people who just work? And there's there's not a lot. And it's kind of fucking obnoxious. It's super obnoxious. This is a problem. This is a problem because, for some reason, Republicans still kiss up to corporations. And they don't understand that corporations freaking hate us. Remember, all big corporations have the politics of their chief executive officer's 32-year-old uh, blonde second wife. The idea that big corporations are conservative in any sense of the word, other than conserving their own power position and uh, uh, money, is ridiculous. It is crazy talk. It's just not going to happen. They are... Conservatives, or the Republicans may be the party of big business, but the conservatives aren't. Big business wants us gone. We are a pain in the ass because we actually believe in something other than them getting rich. So that's why even now, even as this shit's going on, they're paying people to carry water with all sorts of weird ass visas to bring in more Chinese workers. Are you kidding me? The last thing we need is to import people from China when, you know, we're about to hit 10% unemployment. Because we will hit 10% unemployment. That's going to happen. That's, we're going to get freaking, we're going to get our asses kicked in the next couple months. Then we're going to come back. But the last thing we do now is to throw the gates open and go, well, a bunch of Americans are out of work. But don't worry. We can, you know, when the jobs come back, we'll replace you with a bunch of freaking foreigners who will work for pennies on the dollar. Sounds like a great plan. Yeah, no, I really don't think so. I think that's a terrible plan. And I hope Donald Trump doesn't play along with it. And I don't think Donald Trump's going to play along with it. I think he's actually going to get pretty pissed at Nancy Pelosi. And I think it's going to stick. Because right now, he's doing a press conference every day, and that's getting through to the American people. You can tell because the Washington Post, some idiot at the Washington Post, I think their media reporter, was like, when are we going to stop broadcasting his things live? It's dangerous to broadcast him live. I love the media. because See, see what, they, what their real argument is, see, if you hear him, you might be convinced by him. So we need to process what he says and provide that to you, and you can get it through us because we're the only ones who can actually 
you know, see through the, uh, uh, the blizzard of lies that is Donald Trump or something. Mm, yeah, the media is super qualified. Uh, you know, they have been uh, ass kissing the Chai Coms for the last month. You know, right now their big obsession is how dare you, how dare you call the Chinese virus that came from China Chinese because racism. That's one of the great things about this thing. This 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 whole pandemic bullshit is getting kind of pushed to the side. And when they start doing that, people were like fucking with them. People are going, you know, it's not a normal time. We don't have time for your frivolous shit. So why don't you kiss my ass? And um, we're going to call it the, the Wuhan flu or the walking pneumonia. W-O-O-K-I-N-G. I'm so proud of that formulation. And we are going to point out that the Chinese are at fault for this. If you hadn't been messing with pangolins, okay, it's not an entree. It's like a little anteater. You shouldn't be eating that shit. Why don't you have freaking corn or something like a normal person? Stop eating weird shit and stop infecting the world with your weird shit viruses. Because that's what it is. It's That's what they ought to call it, the Chinese weird shit virus. And I think that, I, I think that look, I'm always for placing blame where blame is due. And if you didn't eat weird shit, you wouldn't be to blame. Look, it's a snail. Look, the French eat snails, and that's pretty fucked up if you ask me. Okay? I don't think anybody should be gobbling up some mollusk. Look, I'm a simple guy. I don't even eat seafood, because I think that shit's nasty. All right, if you wanted to give me a freaking steak forever, I'd be like, okay, that would be fun. But this, you know, this eating weird shit thing. Snails are bad. Pangolins are worse. Civets, whatever the fuck a civet is. I don't know what that is. You know. Hey, it's a badger. Let's barbecue the badger. I don't understand this eating weird shit thing. Oh, and they think it's like magical. It'll cure your impotence. Well, if that was true, you know, if eating a badger would kill your impotence, you know, never Trumpers would be gobbling badger burgers all day. It wouldn't help. Just can't can't pass up a chance to insult the never Trumpers. Ahoy, you bulwark writing sissies. Ahoy. So anyway. Okay, so where are we? We are probably a week or two from this whole insanity being taken back a notch. I don't think it's going to go down completely, but I think it's going to go back a notch as people start kind of living normal lives. And she could start getting ass wipe again. Yeah, sure, the uh, stores are a little empty. But they get refilled overnight. And I think we're going to see that we can do this, that we can handle this shit, and that we're strong, and that we don't need governmental nannies to guide our every move. But we can do it ourselves. But we need to start doing it ourselves. This shit's getting old. But you know what's not getting old? Under a tattoo with Kurt Schlichter. I will be back. Keep listening. Uh, try and get you these out every Monday. Uh, I should be doing some live happy hour kind of things uh, during the coming weeks as you are locked in your home, unable to go out and uh, partay. So definitely keep your eye open for that. Make the most of your town hall VIP-ness. That didn't come out right at all. Uh, while you're in stir, you'll want to read my columns every Monday, Wednesday. That's a Town Hall VIP exclusive. And Thursday. And you will also, and this is important, when I get my books. The latest one's Collapse. The first one is People's Republic. I'm writing the fifth one right now. 
called Crisis. It's fantastic. You should get my books. You should read my books. Uh, and you should join me again next time on Unredacted.